1: That's stamps.com. Code program. Welcome to Top Stories. It's Alice Fraser. Are you enjoying the British summer? I'm not either. Well, we're going back now to one of the many spells of bonkers weather we've seen over the life of the Bugle. It's issue 256, troubled bridge over boiling water.
2: Top story this week: Enter the weatherman. Off to weather weatherland. Environment news. <coughs> so, who doesn't love weather? Andy, it keeps us warm, it keeps us cool, it dries our clothes, and it serves as a very popular form of conversational methadone. Ooh, isn't it warm outside? Isn't it cold outside? Ooh, hasn't it been unseasonably hot? Ooh, do you think it'll snow? Ah, the sweet numb of actually avoiding genuine human contact. Uh, (laughs) Extreme weather, however, is a tricky tornado to tame. Uh, The truth is that most people like their weather like they like their chicken corners, Mild with a splash of heat. But... uh, (laughs) The weather over the last week has been (laughs) barometrically bananas. (laughs) New York has been ball-disappearingly cold over the last week. (laughs) On Tuesday, it was so freezing that as soon as you stepped outside, your balls instinctively tried to jump back inside your body, saying, f*** this, it is way too cold outside. If you need me, I'll be hiding behind your kidneys.
3: Do you know that's interesting, actually? Because that goes back uh, through uh, evolution to... uh Yep how uh,
2: women evoluted during
3: the last ice age. That's how it all began.
2: That is, I think that's true. Um, And it wasn't even the wind chill, that was the amazing and frightening thing. It was just relatively still air, so cold, it repeatedly slapped you in the face for idiotically not being indoors and burned your lungs like a bad brandy. Uh, The explanation here was that America has suffered a polar vortex uh, where minus... 30-degree temperatures rolled across the country. It definitely felt like a polar (laughs) vortex. And I technically don't know what a polar vortex is, Andy. I just know that it felt like one. Didn't we have that as a review for one of our Edinburgh shows? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It was probably fairer than we thought it was at the time as well. (laughs) Much of America set records that no-one here has any interest in breaking. Uh, Minnesota was technically colder than the North Pole this week. (laughs) That's not ideal, because at the very least... The next logical step is going to be that polar bears are going to want to move to Minnesota. And <laughs> you do not want a family of polar bears moving in next door and dropping over to introduce themselves to the neighborhood bringing you a decapitated penguin as a welcome gift. <laughs> but that's what's going to happen Andy if temperatures stay like this. That is literally what's going to happen. <laughs> um yes
3: it was the the village uh, of uh, Embarrass, Minnesota. That's the that's yeah. the name of of a small village, not the preseason instructions by Leslie Frazier, the former head of the Minnesota Vikings NFL franchise, to his team before they went out and had a rubbish season, finished bottom of their league and got him fired. I want you to go out there and embarrass Minnesota. Now, this (laughs) is actually the name of a village. Minus 37 degrees centigrade. That is minus 35 degrees Fahrenheit. Massive wind for Fahrenheit there. Two degrees hotter on this occasion. Um, uh, And that was colder, not only than the North Pole, John. That was colder than the uh, recent uh, readings taken by the Mars rover on Mars,
2: which is considerably
3: further from the sun than Minnesota is. To put this in context, minus 37 degrees Celsius, that is the exact temperature of George Osborne's soul,
2: and and that, that really shows you quite how cold the planet has been. Extreme weather conditions always have unpredictable consequences, but there's one thing that we can always rely on, Andy, and that is journalists doing stupid tricks on camera to provo- <laughs> prove how hot and or cold it is. Temperatures rise, temperatures fall, Andy, but that will always stay the same. <laughs> uh, yeah, so in a heat wave, say a journalist will, for instance, try to fry an egg on the hood of their car and will somehow act surprised when they can't start their car the next day because 15 warm, raw eggs have seeped into their engine. (laughs) With this cold snap, however, there was a bold new trick after reporters started going outside with pots of boiling water, throwing the water into the freezing air where it instantly and spectacularly turned into snow. These experiments were a massively popular form of journalistic jackass and uh, the videos went viral very quickly and i guess it shows something about how we live today that my first response to watching you know boiling water turn instantly into snow cuz the air was so cold was not wow that's amazing it it was wow I wonder how soon it's going to be before someone gets badly burned doing this. (laughs) (laughs) And I was not to be disappointed, Andy, because, again, as sure as the sun rises and sets, someone was going to throw a bucket of boiling water in the air and end up with boiling water and metaphorical egg all over their badly burned face. (laughs) The LA Times reported that by the next day, 50 people had claimed on social media being taken to hospital after either throwing the boiling water straight up in the air or not having enough awareness of which way the wind was blowing (laughs) until the wind started blowing the scorching liquid straight back towards them. One person tweeted, and I quote, I just threw a pot of boiling water into the air to see if it would freeze, and all I did was burn myself. Hashtag Florida problems. Okay. (laughs) So here's the key thing there. Perhaps it should have been pointed out that the freezing water trick doesn't really work if you're somewhere that isn't freezing, like, <laughs> oh, I don't know, in <laughs> Florida. I mean, it, Florida was literally one of only two states that were above freezing for the whole day last week. The only place worse to throw boiling water in the air was Hawaii, although... <laughs> Whenever something like that happens now in Florida, you feel it's less an accident and it's more an example of natural selection at work. <laughs> <laughs> Journalists quickly advise people to throw with the wind and not against <laughs> it. Although I, I really think the simpler and more effective mo- advice might have been just don't do it at all. Ah, oh, yeah, but that, I mean, where's, where's the fun in that? John? Well,
3: that's a where's fair point. Where's the fun in not, not scolding yourself? That's fair. What if, if you, I mean, if you threw the egg in the air first? Yeah. And then through water after it. Will it Ooh. land as
2: a poached egg? <laughs> There's only one way to find out, Andy. That's And right. that is well, to
3: do it. I'll leave that to you, John, because it's not been quite so cold over here. Well, look, as that guy in Florida showed, Andy, that's not the point, <laughs> okay, is it? Right. I will go home and I will do that. It's not science, an Andy, it's faith. Well, I'll, but I'll throw it directly in the air. Yep. So hopefully the poached egg will land in my face, avoiding yes. the need for using a plate. Yeah, zero
2: washing up. That's...
3: That's, that's science. What's point. the
2: worst thing that can happen, Andy? I'll tell you <laughs> what the worst thing. It'll be that you'll have a boiled egg in your face. A boiled egg in your boiled face.
3: Uh, I noticed there was also uh, various videos of people urinating into the freezing air mm-hmm. as well. Which, again, I mean, that, that shows you know the human instinct for scientific experimentation that has been uh, really the case ever since uh, cavemen started putting their heads in the mouths of Tyrannosaurus rexes. You know, we, we've always been a very entrepreneurial species.
2: Perhaps the most shocking thing here in New York is not that it was fing cold here in January, but that today, less than a week later, it's basically borderline warm outside. It is 57 degrees outside today, which is fifty over 50 degrees warmer than it was a few days ago. This city has been riding a temperature roller coaster and it is no wonder that people are getting sick. You know, having an over 50 degree difference in temperature from one day to the next is at best weird, Andy, and at worst, f-ing terrifying. And the extreme weather conditions in the US, and indeed the UK, where there have been massive floods and winds, have thrown the issue of climate change up in the air like a bucket of boiling water. Uh, climate change is a controversial issue in the way that Galileo believing the world being round was once a controversial issue. So <laughs> sure, some people didn't believe him, but it turned out that those people were fucking idiots. And uh, there are a number of environmental stories that have emerged this week uh, that are not necessarily temperature related, but probably temperature connected. Uh, Researchers have revealed that uh, three quarters of the world's biggest carnivores, the terrifying beast of nature and the subjects of some of Disney's cutest singing and wisecracking (laughs) characters... Are in decline, three quarters. Um, the report claims that the loss of these species could be extremely damaging for ecosystems the world over, although, pretty good news for antelopes, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm sure they have mixed feelings on the whole thing, and there are some emotionally confused antelopes at the moment saying, Look, I know this kind of environmental destruction is calamitous in the big picture, but, and I feel guilty. <laughs> Even saying this out loud, I'm really tired of having my legs chewed off by lions. Does that make me a bad antelope? I'm, I'm not wishing for the extinction of lions. I'm not a Nazi antelope, please. But I'm just saying that a few less of them wouldn't be the worst thing in the world for me personally, leg-wise. Oh, God, now you're all looking at me like I'm a monster. Forget I said anything, I'll sign the global warming petition. I'm a good antelope.
1: Book tickets for my edinburgh show and buy our book the Dan- dancy lagarde companion at the bugle podcast.com
0: imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time